Hi, thanks for downloading the next chapter of The Butcher. I just wanted to let you know that if you want to buy the full audiobook at a discounted price, you can head over to nathanburrows.com forward slash audio. Alternatively, you can buy a full price copy at any audiobook store. The Butcher is also available on Kindle Unlimited, ebook and print format, all via Amazon. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy the story. Chapter 12 Andy sat back in the oversized beanbag and waited for the other meeting attendees to arrive. He was in what was known as the Thought Factory, a windowless room full of black beanbags on the top floor of Partridge Towers. According to one of the women Andy worked with, it had been plain old Meeting Room 3 until a couple of months ago. The table and chairs had disappeared to be replaced by large beanbags a new sign had appeared on its door. There was a flip chart in the corner of the room with the words This is where the magic happens in large blue letters. Andy doubted it very much. One by one, the rest of the marketing team arrived, each sinking into their own beanbag. Last to arrive was Rob from marketing, who took the beanbag nearest the flip chart. There were only six of them in the room. Kets of Norwich didn't have a large marketing department. Andy, would you do the honours with the flip chart, please? Rob asked. Andy struggled to get to his feet, sighing as he did so. He should have known that as the intern, he had been in charge of the flip chart. At least Rob got his name right. That was progress of sorts. Andy stood next to the chart and picked up a blue pen. He took the lid off and sniffed deeply, enjoying the intoxicating smell. Rob frowned at him, before turning his attention to the rest of the room. Ladies, gentlemen, thank you for coming to this breakout session, Rob said in his trademark reedy voice. Andy hadn't realised he had a choice in the matter. I've got the results in from the famous face competition we rang on the internet. Some really good suggestions here. The competition had been to identify a famous person with a connection to Norfolk that Kets of Norwich could hire as a front man or woman for the Pride of Anglia competition. So, Rob continued, drumroll, please. He looked around the room with his eyebrows raised, but there was no response. Andy flipped the flump page of the flip chart over to a clean page and raised his pen, ready for action. First, I'll go through the unsuccessful nominations which Andy will write up on the board. Then, at the end, I'll reveal which local celebrity we've hired as the face of the competition. Are you ready, Andy? Yep, Andy replied in a tired voice. Born ready, Rob. That's my boy. Rob laughed, but no one else joined in. Right then, in first place, in terms of votes, we've got Horatio Nelson. Several of the people in the room looked at each other with bemused expressions. We had quite a lot of votes for him, in fact, but obviously he's not available. Next up was Delia Smith, but she wasn't available either. Andy knew that wasn't strictly true, as he had been the one to phone up Delia's agent to inquire whether she might be interested. Andy had got as far as telling the agent which supermarket firm was running the competition when the man on the other end of the line just laughed and hung up. Stephen Farrow's next, but he's now living in Los Angeles, so he's out. Rob shuffled his notes as Andy wrote Stephen Fry's name on the board. 
Next was Mylene Class, but it turns out she's gone vegan. Then we tried Hannah Spirit, but we couldn't find her. Who? A bald man in the corner asked. Hannah Spirit. She's an actress, Rob replied. No, she's not. She's a singer, a rather large lady who Andy recognised in the board meeting replied. She was in some panned S-Club What's-It. She acts as well. Didn't she do that thing with the dinosaurs in it? Someone else replied from deep within a beanbag. This prompted an argument between two of the marketing department about whether or not Hannah Spirit had also been in Doctor Who. Andy Lissetum going back and forth, wondering when Rob was going to shut them up. It was only when the two of them started arguing about which Doctor Who had been the best one when Rob finally stepped in. Gents, I know this room is for the free expression of ideas, but we're going in a slightly different direction here. Can we re-baseline back to the primary objective? And he blinked a couple of times as he tried to work out what Rob had just said. Back to the nominees. A few votes for Alan Partridge, but Charles ruled him out on the grounds that most people from Norfolk think he's a what, uh, don't like him. I'm not convinced myself, but Charles is the big cheese. Andy had a sudden vision of Steve Coogan's character chasing after someone with a large piece of stilton and couldn't help but grin. Something to add, Andy? Rob asked. Smell my cheese, Andy replied before thinking about it. That was what Alan Partridge had been shouting as he waved the stilton around. But from the blank expressions, Andy realised he was on his own with that one. Good, thanks, Rob said, scribbling a note. That might work as a slogan for the dairy section for the competition. Nice one. Several heads in the beanbags nodded, so Andrew wrote, Smell my cheese, on the flip chart as he tried not to laugh. Right then, they were the nominations. There are a few others, but we couldn't find a connection to Norfolk, so we had to thin those ones out. So, I'm pleased to announce that the famous face of the Pride of Anglia competition is... Tina Lovett. Andy looked at the faces in front of him. It was obvious that no one had got a clue who Tina Lovett was. Neither had Andy until he googled the name, and even then he only found out who she was when he got to the fourth page of the search results. She does the weather on ITV Eastern, Rob explained. Does she? I thought that was Lucy Cambridge, the one with the squashed face, the bald man piped up again. Lucy Cambridge does the daytime weather, Rob replied. Tina Lovett does the nighttime one. She comes on at midnight. Anyway, she's agreed to do it, so the decision's been made. Good. Right then. That's a wrap. Thanks, team. He paused for a few seconds, looking at each face in turn. Let's get back out there. Rob got to his feet and strode to the door. As he walked past Andy, Rob muttered, Follow me. Let's do this. Andy put the lid back on the pen and followed his boss through the door. He glanced over his shoulder as he left the room to see two of the marketing department trying to help the large lady out of her beanbag. Andy wasn't optimistic about their chances of success. They reached Rob's desk in the corner of a large open-plan office and Rob threw himself into his chair. I think that went well, don't you? Yeah, it was awesome, Andy replied. You could see the fire in their eyes. Really? Oh, definitely.
Hi again, Nathan Burrows here. Thanks for listening. Just a quick reminder, if you're interested in buying the full audiobook, head to nathanburrows.com forward slash audio or any audiobook store.